Hello and welcome to the Bougie in a Backpack podcast. I'm Mackenzie from Travel Hacks Mac. Hi, I'm Angel from Pennywise Traveler. And today we are talking about Hyatt hacks that you might not know. So we're going to talk about a couple Hyatt hacks that we've figured out from experience. And we're also going to be doing some recaps from our travels from Chicago seminars. So both of us stayed at the Hyatt Place Atasca. So the Hyatt Place Atasca, it's within five miles from Holiday Inn. But the thing is, is that since we both have Hyatt status, it kind of made more sense for us to get the late nights. So I have Hyatt Globalist, Mackenzie has Hyatt Explorers. So there is also a Hyatt prom- promo going on where you stay three nights and I think you get 3,000 points. So I also got that promo too. So it just made more sense for me to stay at the Hyatt Place Atasca. One of the things that people don't know about is that some hotels, they actually have a free shuttle. So the Hyatt Place Atasca, believe it or not, there are actually more than 20 people from our hotel that were actually going to the conference that booked the Hyatt Place Atasca. And guess what? There is free parking there and there is a free shuttle because it's within the five mile radius that the Hyatt shuttle can bring you for free. So a bunch of people took the Hyatt shuttle to go to the Holiday Inn. Yeah, it's funny because, so if you guys aren't familiar with Chicago Seminars, it's a Points and Miles conference. We've talked about it a couple of times on the podcast, but we we learned a lot from there. And it's really helpful to go to these conferences to learn from people speaking on different aspects of Points and Miles. And a lot of them go really deep into some hacks that are that you would really, really only know if you've done it yourself. And so if you're also, if you're interested in Points and Miles conference, we do have Travel More Con coming up, which is in Asheville. Angel and I are both speaking there. So that's something uh, we can put the link in our show notes if you are interested because if you missed out on Chicago seminars, you can always go to Travel More Con, which is all going to be about points and miles. But it's funny because the the conference for Chicago seminars is held at the Holiday Inn and you know, everyone there, <laughs> no one there is really, I mean, I, we, had, we did do a breakout thing where we broke into which our favorite hotels are. And there was a handful of people that were IHG, <laughs> like very small, and it was IHG and other. So no one, no one was staying there because they were loyal to Holiday Inn or IHG. They were mostly staying there because of the convenience of it being at a conference. But because of that, there's a lot of Hyatt, Hyatt uh, loyalists there that were either staying at the the Hyatt place that we were staying at or the Hyatt Regency where a bunch of people had presidential suites. So there was a lot of, a lot of different people staying at Hyatt's and it was nice to have that shuttle option that, you know, I didn't know that you could do that before then, but you know, when you have 20 people getting on a shuttle, it's like, Oh, I guess we can all go on the shuttle and it can take you wherever it's not just to the airport. It can take you wherever you want to go. Yeah. The shuttle doesn't bring you to the airport, but I did this bougie in a backpack hack. Um, this is like last year when I, I was also talking, we both spoke at the conference last year and this year. So uh, I took the holiday Inn shuttle from the airport to get to holiday Inn. then I took the Hyatt shuttle to get to my hotel. So I avoided the Uber fee <laughs> from, from that's the, what the I did airport. actually. Oh, that's you did the did same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This year. So, yeah. Like, Cause I, I went straight from the airport. Yeah, so like you, you can do that hack just because at the Holiday Inn we were um speaking there. Also, we had proof that we had tickets to go to the conference too. So they they still let you do that. We when we were leaving Chicago seminars, we they didn't care that we weren't staying at the Holiday Inn because we're guests and there was a conference there. They still let us go on the shuttle bus to go back to the um the airport. So when we were leaving the day of, they let us do that too. So the so like whenever you stay at a hotel. 
having a shuttle bus is very convenient and it's not just places that are suburban so like Hyatt Place, Atasca and the Holiday Inn is in Elk Grove so it's kind of in suburban areas but there's also they work in other places too so believe it or not I don't know if I said this in the last podcast maybe I said this in a few podcast episodes ago I don't remember but I was staying at the Beverly Hills Hilton and then we I took a shuttle bus to go to the W Hotel in Marriott because <laughs> I was with my friend Marianne when we were doing this and we literally we, I think it was like an Escalade that we took. Oh yeah, you told. Oh yeah, you said the story. To, or to the an W Hotel, which is a Marriott property. We we like switched properties because she had like a free night certificate. So we, like it even happens in places in Beverly Hills in Los Angeles, not just like suburban areas. You just have to double check your hotel to see if they offer a free shuttle service. It's very convenient when you do and stuff. Like I I took that shuttle service too because on Friday I had to be there early because I was um one of the speakers. So I took the shuttle bus from. Hyatt to um to IHG as well to the Holiday Inn but I would say if you're looking for a shuttle bus always double check to see what times they're operating double check if they have stuff booked beforehand because you have to remember that, that it's kind of like first come first serve there's other people not just you who are going to the IHG in this case for the Holiday Inn but there's other guests at the hotel that might be going elsewhere so they might have used a shuttle to go elsewhere inside um the five mile radius itself too so just keep that in mind and then we had another friend she was staying at a Hilton that also had free shuttle service and is within the same mile radius that to go to the Holiday Inn. But the thing was, was that her hotel actually had a wedding at that point and she didn't know. So she ended up Ubering each time. And the Uber, it, I think she said it was around $15 or so each way. So that's like $30. So you kind of like, you kind of lost that money at that point. Like she was doing a stack at Hilton where there was an Amex offer for a stack to pay on cash if Hilton stays and stuff. So she was doing it that way where it worked out where it was cheaper for her for that reason. So like she tried to do it that way, but then it, the shuttle bus, she didn't realize that it was like, it says it's operating on the website, but it didn't tell, it didn't, it doesn't tell you that like, Hey, there's other people who booked the shuttle before you. So you always want to call the hotel to see like how busy they are. You're, you're not, you never know if there's a wedding or something else that's big that's happening there. Luckily, the people that were at Hyatt for us, they kind of made room for us. So like almost like there was like already like 20 people, over 20 people in the WhatsApp group for Hyatt itself. So like there was a bunch of people taking that Hyatt shuttle. So that, that hotel made a lot of money from a bunch of people going to Chicago seminars. But um, they were pretty easy to take the shuttle from, from us because it was mostly like the people going to that conference that were using the shuttle but the Hyatt Regency where the presidential suites were that one didn't have a shuttle that would bring you to the Holiday Inn because it wasn't within the radius so like you have mm -hmm. to double check how far the distance is depending where you want to go so that's an easy hack for someone and the Hyatt there in Hyatt Place Atasca was 5,000 points because it was category one so it was one of the cheaper Hyatts too this episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups in breaking news Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the but the Hyatt Tasco actually wasn't that expensive. It was like a hundred something per night, and it earned Hyatt points. Which if you have your Hyatt account linked to your American Airlines account and you were a elite status, which just means you had pretty much any status on American Airlines or Hyatt, then you could earn those points if you're still linked in your account. So so I actually just paid because instead of paying the 5000 points, also so I could save my 5000 points for another time. But yeah, I ended up just just paying cash and then getting those Hyatt points in the American Airlines miles. Yeah, so I'm actually on the Hyatt website right now. So it's 9 points per dollar spent for Hyatt stays and experiences, so including restaurants and spas. So that's pretty good then. So for, for so we got 9 times the points if you use your Hyatt personal card. Oh, okay. No, I didn't use my Hyatt personal card. Just my... Um, oh, I did for mine. <laughs> I don't even have that card, but I, I that's one of my cards I want to get. It's always... that's That one I'm kind of kicking myself because it's like... I think you said the same thing about that card. You were waiting to get it until it was a higher offer, but then you waited and it was two years. And you're like, I could have already gotten it and gotten the, gotten the sign-up bonus again because you can earn the sign-up bonus on that one every 24 months. Yeah. For that credit card, I procrastinated on itself too. Like, I was like, oh, I'll wait for a higher sign-up offer. And then guess what happens? 24 months goes by. And then 24 months is when you can get another sign-up bonus for Hyatt. So I really like kicking myself in the corner because it's like, you can get a free night certificate each year of that credit card. So I lost on, what, two free night certificates that I could use for up to Category 4. So like, you have to think about like the um, potential like benefits you get out of the credit card itself, too. So like hotel credit cards a lot of them but not all of them so like you have like um the hilton personal card you have some of the um i think the the hilton the more expensive one that aspire card and then you have like the marriott cards some they all some of them not all of them have free night certificates so like literally you get a free hotel stay with that credit card so like you have to double check how often you can get the credit card so right now i have the um American Express Marriott card for that one. That one, I can't get the Chase personal card yet because that one had a really good um, bonus where I had five free night certificates, but I wasn't eligible because I think I had to be at least 24 months since I last got the business credit card. So you have to double check the terms to see like what are your eligibility options. But um, that's the credit card I'm eyeing next because like five free nights is a lot of good nights. And the five free nights, when I was in the Maldives, someone actually used that five free night certificates to stay in the Maldives. So that's a very easy mm-hmm. hack for going to Maldives. Yeah, it seems like the free night certificate, the best way to maximize them is, is use it on the most expensive possible hotel. Because it's yeah. like, you don't want to blow it on like, really, like, and a lot of times I end up doing that with, if I have free nights, I'm like, oh, I just really need a night someplace and end up using it and wait, it'll almost expire or something, but it's good. It The best thing to do is to plan it out ahead of time. So you're like, I'm going to use this when there's availability on this kind of bucket list hotel that 
as long as you have as long as it's within the threshold depending on it varies by hotel but a lot of times you have to has to be under a certain amount or sometimes you can top them off depending on which program like marriott you can if it's a free night certificate for uh under a certain amount you could top it off and then get a more expensive room but it's it's better to use basically max out those free night certificates instead of spending it on like for marriott like a courtyard or something <laughs> like spend it on a more expensive fancy hotel yeah i definitely agree with you on that too just because like you want to be strategic with your your credit cards and stuff so when i was um i actually signed up for the no annual fee hilton card earlier this year when they had the free night certificate attached to it i also had the hilton business card as well the hilton business card i think you have to spend fifteen thousand to get the free night certificate so that's what happened to me but sometimes these offers come and go. So when I got the Hilton business card around March, they didn't have the free night certificate attached to it. And literally in June, the freaking offer increased with the free night certificate. And the thing with Hilton is that you can use them anywhere. So a lot of people use the free night certificates for Hilton to stay in the Maldives. That's a very common one that people use it for. And then like, you just never know when the offer comes and goes. So I would say like, kind of like the Hilton example I just gave literally in March, I signed up for it to get the points to pay for the Tokyo hotel I was staying at with my friend Marianne. And then literally in June, if you're going to increase with a free night certificate, and I was like, if I waited three months to pay her, not that I would be that kind of friends to procrastinate, but just fake. <laughs> if I knew the offer was coming, I could have just waited and then got that offer then and got a free night certificate on top of that and have enough points to pay her. But I didn't because I didn't know when the offers are coming. It's one of those things where you see a good offer, you take advantage of it. So that's just one thing. And then so mm-hmm. around that same time, I took the Hilton no free, no the Hilton no annual fee card to get the free night certificate. So I use those two nights to stay at Lake Como for my Italy trip. Mm-hmm. So like you can use the free night certificates anywhere. So like for Hilton, the strategy is to use that in the most expensive properties. Lake Como is one of the expensive ones too. And it was a really nice property too. So that was a very easy one for me to use it at. And then for Marriott, I'm still figuring out where to use. Mine still hasn't hit my account yet. It's usually supposed to hit your account within six to eight weeks. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to hit yeah. the eight week mark. I was double checking on Reddit. And some people said that it got around the eight-week mark. So I'm thinking I'm one of those people. Is that for the Amex Marriott business? Yeah, that's the one. For yeah, mine points. mine hit like six weeks later for me. Like it was, oh, I thought it was going to be, it's already past I thought it was going to be sooner weeks. or so. Oh, really? It's already past six weeks for mine. I, I was reading on Reddit that some people got an eight-week mark. So I think I'm one of the okay. eight-week Yeah, I, I remember it took forever and I was like, what the heck? Because I wanted to use it. And then I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm not using it. I wanted to use it for Ireland. And then I was like, well, I guess I'm not, <laughs> I guess I can't do that. So... But it did hit my account yeah. finally, so it just took a while. And I also want to say, when you stay at places too, for your free night certificates, if if there's no cap, kind of like how the Hilton one has no cap, take advantage of the ones like Hyatt where it's up to Category 4. So like, when you have free night certificates for Hyatt, just make sure that like, like sometimes the cash rate might be high or low, but sometimes it's helpful to just get the mental break out of your head that it's gone. So like yeah. the Hyatt that I had in Long Island City, that's category four. It was 18K per night and 15K for the other night. Meanwhile, the, the hotels in um, Manhattan that are Hyatt were 29,000 points at least. That was the cheapest one mm-hmm. because it was peak time to visit New York. I had two free night certificates to stay at Hyatt because I had up to category four from free night certificates I got from Hyatt. So I just used it at the Long Island City and the Hyatt place. Some people say like, that's not glamorous. You, why would you use it at the Hyatt place? And you know what? 
It was peak time to visit New York. It was 18K one night and 15K for the other night. And they upgraded me to a suite. So maybe I didn't get a nice fancy redemption at a normal Category 4 hotel that I would like. Because in Rome, it was a Category 4. The hotel cash rate was over $1,000 versus this one. I think it was like two or $300. So it wasn't as high, but I would have used like points or cash anyway. So, I mean, I would use the points anyway versus paying 200 or $300 per night. So sometimes you just have to be kind of logical about using your free night certificates, especially when it's peak time at the hotel anyway. And I know for myself, if I had an 18K points hotel that I would book, like, let's say to Tokyo to stay at high Regency, I would transfer 18K points anyway, even if the cash rate was high. So I would rather than stay saving for that stay, I would just take it out now for instead of a future stay. The point is to save money and to not be spending extra money. So sometimes it's the deal that you that's available. It doesn't matter what the cost per point was. I know I definitely will sometimes, if I'm in between points and money, even if I do the math and it doesn't make, it makes more sense to pay cash. I'm just like, but I don't want to pay cash. I just, I don't want to spend money on this. I just want to spend points. I have points. Maybe I just want to get rid of more points or free night certificates, whatever it is. I think it makes sense to do that a lot, a lot of times. So to circle back though, to the, the Hyatt hacks, the American airlines linking the accounts, thinking about it. Cause you do. So if you're paying with a, with the personal card, you can get up to nine, nine points per dollar spent. But the terms of the American airlines linking is that you earn one American airline base mile for every eligible dollar you spend on Hyatt stays and experiences. So it's not the it's not matching to the card earning so like you get basically you'd get nine hyatt points one american airline mile if that makes sense just wanted to clarify it's not like oh if you're earning nine points on hyatt because it matches that you're earning nine points on american but it's it's for however many dollars that you're spending on hyatt that you get the matching for but it's still something no it is it's great and american airline American airline miles, whenever we can get them, we will take them because it's harder to, there's not as many cards that transfer to American airlines and there's a lot of fun ways to use American airline miles for partner airlines. So it's definitely a good one to have. Yeah. I, I would say American airlines, it's probably my favorite program that's us based. So like, you know how like the major three airlines, you have Delta, you have United, you have American airlines, American airlines. It's my favorite one just because they don't have dynamic pricing yet. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully one comes well, kind through, of. but like, like, well, they kind of do for U.S. It's like dynamic-ish. Yeah, yeah. For, dynamic for U.S. Ish, fairs, yeah. But for international, they don't. So like, I, it's funny because I use my American Airlines miles to go overseas. I don't use it domestically. I try not to. I may, I might book American, like I actually did this for Asheville to go to Ashley's conference for Travel More, where I booked a backup flight because the cash rates were very expensive. So I booked a flight American Airlines miles going to Asheville, but I knew I can cancel and get the miles back. So I did that mm -hmm. just to have something, but then a cash rate dropped. So then I used my Capital One portal to book a flight. So that's what I did. I ended up doing it that way yeah. instead. And then American Airlines, it's good in the sense where it's kind of like Southwest. You cancel the flight, the points go back to your account. So you don't have to it's worry very easy. Versus for some other airlines, like I know that Virgin Atlantic, I'm booking a flight to go to Europe. And that one, if you cancel within 24 hours of the flight, your Virgin Atlantic miles are gone. Like you cannot mm. keep those miles. They're, they're, they're gone. Even though you didn't take the flight, they're gone. Like within 24 hours of the flight. Yeah. And in, in general, if you book a flight through, let's say like the major airlines, the US-based airlines, like United, American, Delta, whatever. Usually, usually if you're flying, it's 
it's cheaper to book through a partner airline like British Airways, Virgin Atlantic, Avianca, Air Canada. But for the most part, when it's cheaper, usually you can't as easily cancel the flight and get the points back. So like sometimes it might be worth a little bit more. So for example, a couple times I've booked American Airlines flights that were 11,000 American Airlines miles, but you could get it on British Airways for 9,000 Avios. So it's like, why wouldn't you take the Avios? Well, if you're not sure if you're going to fly it or not, it might be a little bit better to book the more expensive if you have the miles and then just rather than have to pay like a change fee or something. No, I definitely agree with that. So like I use, like I have Southwest companion pass and my Southwest points are for like emergency flights or like backup flights yeah. for flights. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm going to take yet. So when I'm planning, I'm um, for that Europe flights out of JFK. So this is what I'm doing. I know people are going to give me hate for this, but I don't care. So like I booked a flight the same day from LAX to LaGuardia. I have to connect in Chicago Midway, but it's, I have four hours from like to get to the, to get to the airport and i and and again <laughs> i know the transit system in new york very well so i have four hours to get to the, from one airport to another airport so i have four hours to do that so i know how to do that but what i'm actually doing is i'm hoping a red eye opens overnight so this has actually happened to me other my other red eye that i took from from lax to new york this year when i was flying to paris but i had to use up my JetBlue voucher but last minute i literally saw in quantas they had a red eye that opened up for 12,500 points. And I was like, okay, I would have done that instead. Because then like, I was thinking about checking in a bag when I was going from LAX to Paris. I ended up not checking in a bag, but I would have had that convenience also to have one ticket. So a lot of people don't know this, but when you fly on the same airline, they can merge your itineraries together. So when I was flying from um, Maldives last year, where I flew from, um, where was I going? I flew from... Was it from Doha to Dublin? Like I flew, no, I flew from Mal, Mal to um, Doha and then Doha to Dublin. That was all in Qatar Airlines. They merged my itinerary together. So I didn't have to pick up and drop off my bag or anything like that. So oh, like they can nice. merge. The it- yeah. So then like if I knew that that Qantas was going to open up, I would have just booked it that way. But I didn't know. But I, because I had to use up mm-hmm. my JetBlue credit anyway. It was a jab. It was this is a JetBlue voucher that I got from. <laughs> this is so funny. So I had American Airlines Platinum Pro status. So I had a voucher for a, a, a like a delayed bag. So like it was going back to my house. So it was fine because I already have stuff at home. So American Airlines Platinum Pro back when they had a JetBlue partnership. This has since ended. This was last year. They ended a partnership earlier this year. You have if you book basic economy on JetBlue, you have to pay for a bag for like a carry-on bag but it's free to check mm-hmm. up to three bags so instead of like paying for like a freaking carry-on bag i was like okay i'll check in this bag i don't want to pay for a carry-on fee when it's free three free check bags and guess what my bag didn't make it when i got to lax so i had to file something and then i told them yeah. like the maximum is 200 dollars or something like that that i got but like the minimum i think is like 20 or i forgot what the exact minimum is but i wrote on that form when i had to like call them and stuff and said like you know what because the flight was also delayed i had to pay for uber i didn't have an option to take public transit anymore blah 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 blah. i was complaining that form how like it inconvenienced me the delayed flight and blah 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 blah. and guess what they gave me the maximum amount for 200 for 200 for that jet blue thing so I end up using that voucher in a way to go from LAX to JFK. But if I knew that Qantas was going to open up, I would have 
consider booking that way. But it's sometimes it's just good to get the voucher out of the way. So uh, what I'm doing for this flight, because of my flight for Europe um, on Delta One is out of JFK. What I'm going to do is I'm going to keep an eye out in case Qantas opens it up again. But I don't know if they would because it's peak time to, to travel during that time. If they have a red eye that opens up where I can fly red eye and get to New York in the morning... And then I w- I'll just be in the lounge the whole day. And that's what I did <laughs> for my flight yeah. from leaving from, from JFK to Paris. I was in the lounge the whole day at Centurion Lounge. Because Amex lets you use the lounge. They don't have a restriction. So a lot of lounges, you have to have a three-hour time period. But if you have a same-day flight and you're connecting, Amex will let you stay in there. So I literally stayed in that lounge the whole day when I was flying to Paris. So I'm going to do the same thing again. So like I'm going to see mm-hmm. if Qantas opens up again. And then I will book that flight if it does. And then fly the red eye and then cancel that Southwest flight. So I'll just be in JFK yeah. the whole day. So that's the plan. Yeah. <laughs> I know most people won't that's agree with that. But <laughs> it's fine. I don't know. Sounds like a good plan to me. I, I yeah. showered in that lounge. I ate breakfast, lunch, dinner. Foods covered. It was a, what's it called? Like, Zero no cost day. day. Didn't have to pay for the luggage storage. Low yeah. cost day at all. So speaking of height hacks, <laughs> do you want to tell... Do you want to tell us what happened with your toilet situation at the Hyatt Place? <laughs> so my toilet at Hyatt Place in Tosca in Chicago, where we took the free Hyatt shuttle and stuff, the toilet, it wouldn't flush unless I removed the lid. So the toilet was kind of like broken unless I removed the lid. They had to cut the string. But what happened was at the hotel, they didn't have a plumber until like Monday. And I was there for like three days. So the hotel, the manager was like, okay, I gave you 10,000 points. And I was like, all right. <laughs> so like, I, I was fine with that. I did. I asked him, I was like, hey, like, can you fix this toilet? Because it's like, it was making sounds at night. Unless I took off the lid, I had to like, because like, if I just left the lid on, it was going to make that sound the whole night that the, yeah. like, it wouldn't flush and stuff. So I had to take off the lid. And then, um... So for two days, I had no one fix my toilet and stuff because he said that like, hey, like someone will fix your toilet, but he didn't have one to Monday. Originally it was Sunday, then it became Monday. And then he was like, okay, I refund you. I'll give you 10,000 Hyatt points. And he did. The Hyatt points showed up in my account for the toilet. Not that it was that bad. Like it was just like a toilet that I had to take the lid off, you know, for it to flush. That's a good deal. 10,000 points. I feel like he just kind of was like, he was like stressed out and was like, okay, like, didn't you ask for the, te- for points? You're like, well, you can just give me points, <laughs> right? Well, so he, this is what happened. You just, you just give the option. So this is what happened. So at the hotel, unfortunately, um, there was an incident at the hotel where one, one of the staff members, they had to call an ambulance and stuff. So the hotel was short staffed one person because of that incident. So the manager had to cover extra shifts at the hotel. So he was short one person and then he was also driving the Hyatt shuttle and then he was also like, he was doing multiple jobs at once. So what crazy. happened was that he said that he could have fixed my toilet. He said he would do it. He like, he, 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 he knows how to do it. So he's like, oh, I, yeah. I could have fixed that for you, but I have to cover the front desk because we have one staff member down. Yeah. So then I told him like, you know what? You can give me Hyatt points instead if the, if, if the hotel, the toilet's not gonna get fixed for like a few days. And he was like, okay, yeah. I'll give you 10,000 points. And I was like, okay. Like I was totally fine with that <laughs> offer. Like I, I, yeah, and I actually, 
Because if you think about that Hyatt Hotel, it was 5,000 points per night. So I was like, all right, I'm fine with that. And he was like, okay. And then the Hyatt points, it didn't show up on my account because so, now it's been a week since. So I literally called the hotel yesterday. I was like, hey. And I spoke to him on the phone. And he was so nice on the phone. He was like, oh, no, I didn't forget about you. Just give me get details of it again. And, I'll put, and, I, and I told him, like, you know what? It's okay. I know that you're going through a hard time. Last week was super busy for you guys. You had over 20 people that went <laughs> to the Hyatt for just that conference itself. So that was a lot. And then you had one staff member down because of the whole medical thing. And then my toilet was one of the minor issues <laughs> there. But he was like, it's okay. And then uh, he put in the points request. And literally today I checked my account and the 10,000 points were there. So That's awesome. Yeah. That? That's like two free nights right there. That hotel also had free breakfast. But I do want to keep in mind that like the free breakfast at Hyatt Place and Hyatt Houses, it's not like getting globalist free breakfast. So it's not like one of the restaurant breakfasts where they make it like your meal that you choose. Like when I had my Park Hyatt breakfast, that was very fancy. <laughs> like a fancy yeah. buffet, but this is not a fancy buffet for you to get breakfast. But if you're on a budget, this is totally fine. And for me, sometimes I'm fine with that. If we stayed at the Hyatt Regency instead, that would have been more expensive on points and also they didn't have a free shuttle. So we would have to factor in do we want to have a rental car? Can we find someone with a rental car? Do we want to pay for Uber? And I don't want to deal with that. Sometimes I rather just save more money and get the free, cheaper option. And that's what we did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that, that high place also, you didn't have to pay for parking either. And the mm -hmm. high Regency, you did. So those are, those are other things to consider too. Like sometimes you don't realize all these other costs add up, even if you're getting a good deal, if you're not, if you don't have globalist status, pretty much. Yeah, and sometimes it's like you really have to decide it's a it's a like sweet orphan or not so like at Hyatt Regency mm -hmm. a lot of people were Hyatt globalists there so they got the free sweet upgrade but like is it really worth that extra cost for paying for a rental car you know like and the convenience of not having a free shuttle is that really worth the cost for me it wasn't worth it I was like you know what I'm fine with um just taking the bougie in a backpack option and having the higher place that has the basic breakfast. I mean, it was okay. I mean, it's like food you yeah, eat to get fine. full. It's not food that you eat to get like, oh, this is the best food ever. It's food you eat to get full. And then it has a free shuttle. Like, I'm fine with that. And I got 10,000 points. So I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, I think something else is like, if you if you don't have globalist and you want you might as well stay and you don't care that much about like you're going to be out at the conference all day anyway right so you're not really staying at the hotel too much you might as well get the place that has free breakfast if you weren't going to get free breakfast at like a fancier hyatt if you're trying to decide between the two because it's not like you know if you're just trying to get elite nights you're still going to get the same amount of elite nights staying at the hyatt place versus the hyatt regency and you know sometimes you have a little bit better experience just because you have free breakfast even if it's not the best breakfast yeah, so it's definitely to keep in mind your different travel budgets and stuff. There were a lot of people that stayed at Hyatt Regency, but there were a lot of us that stayed at Hyatt Place too. There was like t over 20 of us that stayed at Hyatt Place, and there was a good amount of people that stayed at Hyatt Regency too. There's no right or wrong way to do something. Like some people were fine with paying for a rental car. I wasn't. I was like, I'm taking a free shuttle bus. So like I, I'm paying less points and taking the free shuttle bus. So I, I'm not paying more yeah. points to stay at a conference, you know? So like... Some people just want a nicer room and sometimes you just it comes down to that sometimes like how much are you willing to pay so for like my Hyatt stay in New York I could have paid 29,000 points or use my free night certificates to stay at the Hyatt place for two free nights so I was like okay well like I can't use a free night certificate in Manhattan so I'm just gonna stay in Long Island City that's only one train away from Manhattan that's fine with me so you just ha it just yeah. comes down to how much are you willing to pay and how much the convenience for me I choose the latter option where I just want cheaper option mm-hmm
So another Hyatt hack that I was not aware of until I was looking for a hotel in Ireland and found this one, but I stayed at one of the small luxury hotel collection in Ireland in, it's a little bit outside of Galway. Actually, it might even be in Galway, but it was kind of a little bit out in the country. But this place was basically, it looked like a castle on the outside. It was this big estate and they had a lot of different things that you could do that you you pay extra for. But there's a lot of things you could do. You go horseback riding, you go golfing. There was a helicopter pad there. There was this restaurant that was the, it was train cars from the Orient Express. And so they had them and it like, they served, it was like a gourmet dinner that you could have there as well. But something that I found interesting about that was that you get free breakfast there, even if you're, it doesn't matter what your status is. So with the small hotel luxury collections you get you they say on the website you get like free continental breakfast which I I guess it depends on where you're staying but this place was a category six hotel and the breakfast was like there was a continental breakfast that had good stuff like it was like you know pastries and fruit and yogurt and all different kinds of and meats and cheeses and stuff but then you also had hot breakfast that you could order too so Sometimes, even if you are staying at, if you're staying at one of those hotels, which that one was interesting because it didn't say anywhere, when you go to the hotel itself, it doesn't say anywhere like Hyatt, like stat, like they don't really talk about your status or anything or Hyatt, but you can book it through Hyatt. So you use Hyatt points to stay there, but it doesn't look like a Hyatt. It's just like, it looks like a, a fancy luxury boutique hotel kind of thing. So it, it's kind of interesting. And I think it's, I was looking at some of the different options that they have in Europe and they have a ton in France that are different castles that you can stay in. And so that that's a little Hyatt hack if you didn't know. Just um looking especially in some of the smaller like you probably won't find that kind of thing in a city, but if you look a little bit outside, there's a lot of cool places around Europe where you can stay in these like estates or castles or something and have really Good experience and not have to pay for breakfast. Also, the parking there was also free, which was helpful because we had a rental car. So, and I walked there, I was like, um, how much is parking? And they're like, no, no, it's free. I was like, okay, good. Cause you never know, especially once you start getting up in the categories of Hyatt's hotels, you never know. Like usually you do have to pay for parking, but kind of depends on where you are. Like if you're in a city, you pretty much always have to pay for parking, but yeah, that's definitely a good tip to consider too, just because like Hyatt easily alone parking can be at least 20 bucks per night so like yeah and that's on the cheap side there's there's more expensive hyatts that cost more they, they all vary from property to property so there's a free printer at hyatt like a lot of hyatts have free printing and you know what happens sometimes i print so much things out of that printer so like there, there was no limit for this i didn't do this this year but i did this last year when i stayed at the hyatt place i printed out a bunch of stuff there so like you know free printer bougie in the backpack hack for, for getting free printing done so if you just if you're just looking for you need a print you have a couple things you need to print out just time it around your Hyatt stays and they'll print it for you. Sometimes it works out. So like on the Carnival cruise, um, I had to print out the luggage tag. Oh yeah, that that works right because like when you get to a cruise, like you have to print out the luggage tag for your for your cruise, right? Because you have to tag your luggage tags to your name and stuff, and then people that don't know this when you go to a cruise if you're if you have like one of those big bags 
you can have the people bring into your room and stuff. So you have to have a luggage tag attached to it. So you can ask your hotel to print out the luggage tag for you. So like some Hyatt's have free printing, so you can use that there. You can also ask the front desk. Some of the front desks at Hyatt's let you print it for free. You just email to them and they'll print it for you for free. But some hotels charge. So when I was at the W Hotel in um, LA, the one that we went, we took the um, hack for, for the, the, the Escalade to from the Beverly Hills Hilton, that one charged for printing. So not every hotel oh. has free printing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I thought I thought that most hotels did because usually if I have something, well, maybe it's sometimes it depends on who's who's working. But a lot of times if I've needed something printed, I've asked the front desk. But I don't know. It depends because usually sometimes it can be tricky. Like you have to send it to an email and then it can take forever. But it seems like with Hyatt, it's pretty easy to do. I, I have a bougie and a backpack hack too. So at Wits. The Hilton had free printing too, so I wasn't a guest there, but I was able to use the free <laughs> printer at the Hilton too. Oh wow! So I, yeah. I did it that way too, and I used that to print out my media kit for um, passing out. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> so you can do that okay. too. One of my yeah. other favorite Hyatt hacks is that you can have a points combining form so you can send points to anyone for Hyatt. So that's a very easy one if you're staying with someone that has benefits. So I've done that before when I didn't have Hyatt Globalist yet. I sent points to my friend Marianne to book the hotel. You also have guests of honor. So you book uh, someone else for Hyatt and they get to use your benefits. So they get the free parking, the free breakfast and everything. I've also done it for a few of my friends as well for guests of honor. Yeah. So if you're So if you are a globalist, you can book for someone else. And then they can get your benefits. But the way to make it so that you're not using your points is that they can send you points back. So you can make it make it fair. But then you, yeah, that person would get the elite night, right? The person you're booking for? Yes. Yeah. So, yes, would so get that's, that's, a, that's a nice thing to do if you have status and you're, you have a friend who's like, I don't know, say they're going on their honeymoon or their, it's their birthday or something. That's a good way to do it. But don't, don't DM Angel and ask her to do a guest of honor booking. <laughs> No, no, thank you. Sorry. If I don't know you, I'm sorry. That's too risky for me because in the points combining form, we had to fill out each other's addresses and stuff. And I don't yeah. really like to give out my address <laughs> or anything like yeah. that. If I, don't, if I don't know you, sorry. If you really enjoyed this episode, feel free to share with your friends. Feel free to leave a podcast like five-star rating and write a review. The podcast ratings and reviews, they help us out with a lot of sponsorships for the upcoming challenges that we have. We recently did a Southwest challenge, so we had sponsors on there. So the podcast ratings and reviews, they're very helpful for us to get more free content for you guys and free and low-cost events. And we'll see you next week.